I say, Stu. Yes, sir. What do we got for dinner? Anything you like, sir. How much for order a real? Uh, 250. 250? They got chocolate covered orange wedges. The juice just dribbles down your chin. And then uh, you can put it in a brown paper bag and come put it in my hand because I'm ready to eat. Jeez, mister. You're even hungrier than I am. We're back. Welcome to Talking With Your Mouthful podcast, where we get gluttonous on the gramophone and throw table matters out the window. Forget etiquette school, spit out your gum, put your elbows on the table, and lick your plate. It's time to start talking with your mouthful. Hey, episode six. We made made it to SACE, and uh, we're back. And uh, if you are tuning in for the first time, this is Talking With Your Mouthful podcast. We sit down with chefs or restaurant owners or servers or industry people of the like and really get kind of some backside insight into uh, the industry, what's happening in restaurants, what's happening um, in our local pubs around the corner and a little bit of all that. So uh, we have exciting news before we get into anything today. Uh, Since we started this, I've been talking to a few different businesses about coming on as I, I... I generally hate the term of anything that's sponsorship because I feel like sponsorship these days is someone taking their logo and like putting it on a banner and hope it does anything. We're really looking for a positioned partner with Talking With Your Mouthful who is food adjacent and working in the scene with us and uh, how we can spread their awesome message to everybody listening and everybody who's involved with all the things we do. So. Um, if you are local to Spokane, I am sure you've at least seen uh, Treehouse Deliveries. They are our local delivery service. So we have your Uber Eats and your uh, whoever else. There's like about four different third-party services out there right now. But uh, you, anytime delivery is happening, you always have lots of choices. And with Treehouse Deliveries, they were kind of the kind of younger novice person on the scene and we really wanted the focus to be how can we get information out there to our listeners and to the restaurants that we're involved with on why treehouse deliveries is an amazing option and so we decided to partner with them and the exciting part of that is they are actually in the middle of transitioning from a regular delivery service into Pacific Northwest Delivery Cooperative. And so what they're going to be doing is totally repositioning how things are going to work and they're going to bring restaurants and delivery drivers, so the full circle of anybody in the delivery service, onto the team and they are going to literally be owners of this company. So uh, we don't have tons of information on it yet, but it's going to be a great learning tool for everybody that uh, comes on here and listens with this and everybody who uses delivery services to kind of see a little bit of what's happening and how we can find out what works best for our local restaurants and then also how to save you guys some money who use the delivery service. I'm sure there's plenty of you out there who you do. So stay tuned for some of that. You'll see us talking about them and we're going to have some audio snippets with them so everybody can learn a little bit more about that. But um, for today's episode, 
I have my buddy Jason Gas from Yaya Brewing. What's up, dude? What's up, man? Everybody, if you've been living in Spokane, you've probably had a Yaya beer by now. You guys, you guys, kind of out there. Uh, yeah, man. We try to get out there as much as possible. Um, I feel like there's plenty of breweries who just service their own little space. <laughs> And they have a nice little tap house, and then you have to come there for the beer. I think the beautiful thing about you guys, not only do you do that, you got the great little space in the valley, but then you also are pretty, I mean, you're distributed all over. Yeah, we uh, we knew that kind of going into it. So our space is in a super weird location, right? right. Like it's a destination almost. It's a right. warehouse in the middle of nowhere in the valley. Uh, and by middle of nowhere, I mean, you just wouldn't go there unless you were going to either gymnastics or right. Yaya Brewing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so we knew in our business plan that we were going to have to distribute quite a bit opening up because we have a, a relatively big brewing system. It helps system. having kick-ass beer. Uh, that definitely helps. That definitely <laughs> helps. We, thank you. we got in on some early beer orders earlier. I, I got uh, Drew Brew. Have you been to Drew Brew? No, but I oh, want to. Dude, next time you go over to Seattle, it's like yeah. right at the top of the pass. It's like yeah. a perfect little stop. It's a dope spot. Yeah. yeah. Put up uh, pretty good beer. They got some really good beer. There's yeah. Snow Patrol. Uh, I was drinking. I think it's a... Oh God! I don't. I, can't, I forgot the style, but it was like a light, maybe a black IPA or or something. Um, anyway, Snow Patrol is what it was called, IPAs. and it was a wonderful beer. Yeah. Uh, I'm drinking the Lumberbeard Cold IPA right now, which is dude. Lumberbeard's always amazing. Yeah, they don't miss. Yeah, they they're really hitting it, and then they're just also just making a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. Every time you turn around, Lumberbeard has a new. If you guys haven't, uh, if you guys haven't been to Lumberbeard yet. Everyone knows where like Dix is downtown. They're just like right up across the street from Dix. There, huge facility. How many square foot is Lumberbeard? That's the biggest uh, brewery in the city. It's fucking gigantic. Be. Yeah. They, uh, well, it's, I don't think it's the biggest. Well, biggest square footed like building. Like, it it's might huge. be. Yeah. Like what's bigger? Uh, man, I don't know. Like uh, maybe. Yeah, in terms of non-production facility, yeah. like tasting yeah. room, probably. Yeah. You're right. Pretty, I pretty really large thought about that building. The first time I went in there, I was like, oh damn, this is like big. Yeah, like they hold markets in there. Like yeah. they have like market nights and like bring in vendors. And yeah, they stuff. do a lot of like good like local stuff. I was talking to Brett, awesome. Brett, the uh, owner and brewer of Lumber Beard, the other day, and he was like, "Yeah, whenever I explain to people that we're downtown, it's really just me turned into me. Like I've, I've had to turn it into just telling people we're across from Dicks because that is the, apparently the ultimate sure Spokane landmark. Yeah, everybody knows where that's at, <laughs> yeah. so it's not hard." Um, so we are, I haven't announced where we're at today. We are in Wooden City, who if you guys haven't been to Wooden City yet, it's absolutely amazing. They started over in Tacoma and then opened up a secondary spot over here in Spokane. And this is like my favorite little transplant thing that's happened a long time. We came here because yeah. this is like your favorite. This is oh. like your default. Yeah, without a doubt. I, mean, <laughs> I basically, yeah, I might as well just post up upstairs on the balcony and mm -hmm. set up a bed situation because we, we come go. here often. You yeah. said you only come places you can lime scooter to. That mean you can lime scooter here? No, this is the one place I'll break that rule for. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Next time I'm gonna see you on our lime scooter, I'm gonna door you with my yeah. like boom. I'm not. I'm not taking chances across the Monroe Street Bridge. Oh man, those lime scooters are tricky. Yeah, yeah. you gotta be. They're more. I feel like more dangerous than a car. Yeah, they could be. And then you introduce cars into the equation, oh, yeah. and they get oh, on, it, gets, on, it gets rowdy on top of it all. But I was super excited to have you on this episode because. For as beer nerdy as I am, um, 
we haven't done anybody in the brewery world on the podcast yet. We've only done restaurant tours. Yeah, so. I ought to be the first, man. Well, and you're a great in between because you're also a foodie. Like you were yeah. always at food that like you love doing the beer dinners and the yeah. like all the different things. And even if you weren't doing all that, you're like always out at restaurants and oh, you yeah. and your lady are yeah, always munching I, it up around town. We go, we get out, man. And we when we decided to so my brother and I own Yaya, and when we decided to open up a brewery here, uh, uh, Emily and I moved back here, and uh, we kind of noticed that a lot of there were a ton of breweries in Spokane, and like still a ton of breweries pumping out really good stuff, but not a whole lot of them were doing. They weren't kind of intermingling, so to speak, with the uh, restaurant industry. Gotcha. And to me, beer and food go hand in hand, right? right. Like any, any kind of alcohol and food goes hand in hand. We at least uh, need snacks. Need some snacks, yeah. right? Uh, but I, I think the only one that I noticed was Whistlepunk, also downtown, did oh, yeah. a collaboration dinner with um, Coach Nito in 2019. Oh yeah, and uh, that that was the only one I noticed. And so we, where I came from in Maine, uh, the brewery that I was working for did did uh, collaboration dinners all over the place. Right. And I thought that was a really cool aspect of being in the beer industry. Because it's super fun. There's a lot of crossover between the two industries. I want so. to give your restaurants a little chance to break away from their normal menu. You know, I'm right. all about that. People always ask me, well, what's your favorite? I'm like, well, what haven't I tried? That's usually yeah. my normal favorite is I'm always trying to find new things. Speaking of, before our waitress pops in, there's some good things on this menu. You have to have a couple favorites because you said you're here all the time. Oh, man. fuck yeah. Uh, so there's nothing better, in my opinion, than the, uh, and this is in all of Spokane. Than You're the, like, not just um, here. I'm saying all of Spokane. <laughs> then the uh, blistered Hungarian oh, yeah. wax peppers. Oh, yeah. Like, ground up. They became instantly iconic for those, sir. That was what they were, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, week number one yeah. when they opened. That's people were like, holy shit. In fact, during, it might have been pre-COVID. Or, like, it definitely wasn't pre-COVID because I think they opened up in COVID. But, like, the first, one of the first open up. They definitely ran out of Hungarian wax pepper, peppers because everybody was coming down. Yeah, here we ate the them. country out of peppers, <laughs> wax peppers. Wooden City was the culprit. <laughs> yeah, and then I saw they went crazy and did like a pizza with them on them one yeah, time. That was such a good they've, fucking they've, pizza. They've done a couple other ones. I was told I haven't. I've had the wax peppers because I've been here a few times, and the wax peppers are a must. Um, oh, look at we got our waitress right now. This is Jess. Oh, you hey. Introduce yourself. My name is Jess. I'll oh, be yeah? taking care of you guys tonight. Excellent. How long have you been in Wooden City? I've been working here for about a year now. Oh, so you serve some food out of here, yeah? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> we were just talking about uh, how iconic the wax peppers are. Yes, right? I would definitely recommend the peppers. They're really oh. good. What else? Fan favorite. What else do you think is like kind of iconic for your restaurant? Well, we make our pasta in-house from scratch, so the lamb bolognese and beet ravioli are really good, super fresh. I had somebody telling me, I've been here a few times and it's yeah. always been amazing, but I haven't had the beet ravioli and people have been like, the oh, beet it's really ravioli. Good. So yeah, we, yeah, we, we stuff the ravioli do... with uh, goat cheese and beets, and then there's a white creamy sauce, and then some more goat cheese and beets and pistachios oh. on top. I love, I love it. I was like, there's goat cheese and beets, yeah. and then there's more and then there's goat more. cheese and beets. Exactly. Like, perfect. That's but what I want. it's not too much. Wait. Just yeah. like the perfect yeah. amount, and with the sauce, it just like it goes so yeah. well together. Sweet. No, I, I'm all about gluttony. So, so we gotta do the wax peppers. Gotta do them. We gotta do the 
beet ravioli, I think. Okay. The burrata, the heirloom tomatoes are really good as well. We just I added that to the menu. I love heirloom tomatoes. So let's do that. I feel like we need, that'll give us our freshness. Okay. A little too healthy for my liking, but let's what? go with it. Yeah, I let's mean, do it. We're, we're, we'll order it all. <laughs> like, I will full menu send. I'm not afraid. The wham? Oh, man. We, that would be nasty on this So you menu. want to start with the tomatoes and the peppers? Tomatoes, peppers. Let's just, we're going to get all the ordering out in like one thing though, and then you can bring it as it comes. Sure. Yeah, so, you got it. Tomatoes, peppers, beet ravioli. What else are you thinking, Jason? Uh, I've heard the chicken wings here are pretty fire. Yeah, the Someone Caribbean was me spice. The Jamaican yeah. jerk ones. Yeah, to dry too. rub, those are really good. Uh, and then we should probably do some sort of burger because that's also what they're known for here. Okay, I'm in with that. I personally think sandwich. the fancy burger is the best. Fancy burger? Yeah, fancy burger is the way Swiss, to go. This fancy burger, swish, mushrooms, onion jam, arugula, garlic oil. Okay, does that sound good? Fuck yeah. Let's do it. So we'll do one of those too. And then um, can you half that burger for us though? We're, yeah, we're yeah, sharing yeah. everything. Yeah, so. sure. Anything else that you oh, need? Man. need? That's, that's a lot I, of food. I mean, yeah, I feel that's like a we lot can, of food. I feel like we can mail that down and okay. figure it out. Okay, cool. That sounds absolutely amazing. And then, uh, can I get another beer? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it tasted so good. What was, was the yeah. options again? I know. Yeah, so you just had the Hefeweizen just now, um, and then we also have we have a Rubens Hazy IPA, a Lumberbeard Cold IPA. Uh, Bowie Czech Pilsner, Maca Jack's Amber Ale, uh, Drew Brew Pale Ale. Oh, that's what you had. You that's had the pale I, ale. I had the pale yeah. ale. And then a uh, Double Mountain Hefeweizen. Oh, let's do... I'm going to do the cold that he's doing from Lumberbeard. I've tried that too. Yeah, the Lumberbeard, you got it. Yep. Sounds great. Awesome, I'll put that in. You I'll are throw some awesome. food in for you guys. Thank you, Jess. Yes. Great. Thank you, thank you. I love that menu. Kind of eclectic. For, for people who haven't seen the menu or haven't been here, we also skipped over there's also a lot of pizza on that menu so yeah. they have like some amazing wood fire pizzas yeah. um there isn't anything on that menu that turns me off i don't actually think i'm surprised a, you didn't you didn't go with a pizza well you know pizza for me i love pizza but i i feel like pizza is like a lot yeah and if there's one thing spokane does really well it's it's pizza for sure yeah there's a lot of pizza it's it's a good it's Um, a good way to go i wish you know what i if i had one wish i would when all the covid stuff was going down their uh bagels that they were doing here so good dude Dude, i was like if you had the ability to keep those going the whole time they could be just as busy in the morning because spokane's bagel game is trash like Uh, until hidden bagel until hidden bagel came there was like nobody doing decent bagels in town like even when einstein which is like the chain was here even einstein's like weren't very good like you know who has the best bagels in the city outside hidden bagel Tell me. Safeway. Is that right? Like, Safeway has pretty good bagels for, like, a guess, grocery store bagel. I guess I've never, like, sought out bagels. Right. But that's probably telling because yeah. there's nothing to really... I mean, I don't know. Right. I've been told, other than Hidden Bagel, I haven't been told that I need to... You've been to Hidden Bagel yet? No, I haven't. Dude. I need to. It's lights out. We live... Uh, morning Morning food is not, like... I'm yeah. a I'm a wake-up five minutes before I leave kind of person. I'm a core items food. Yeah. So bread is, like, this core item. So, yeah, like, like, me, it's, like, I'm bread, I'm cheese, I'm, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I love, I love like, vinegar. Yeah. Like, I love... Put it all I, on, one, I like, on one bagel. I was about to say, go. yeah, I, I have, like, these... You know, I want... You know, some people are like, what are your favorite? Like, it's so weird when people are like, what's your favorite food? 
and then I hear people's answers and I'm like, that's not true. That's like wrong. your favorite food is like cheese, dude. Yeah. Or like, like you don't think of cheese as a food because it's an ingredient in so many foods. Yeah. But like your favorite food is like, like for me, I always say it's like cheese or like vinegar. Oh, I love vinegar anything. Vinegar based things. I'm in love with. Yeah, yeah. barbecue sauce. Yeah. We were, uh, my sister-in-law and I have this affinity for cheese. Her, her in particular. And I just kind of like rode the, ride the coattails of it. But on Saturday, we had both been uh, drinking a little bit. Uh, just and I a just get tiny a, bit. It's a little bit. Yeah. I get, a, I get a, a voice message from her, which I never get voice messages from my sister-in-law. And it's just her and my mother-in-law screaming, cheese, into the, <laughs> into the microphone. The best thing about drinking friends are some of those yeah. unsolicited messages you get sometimes. Yeah. And... Uh, you just never know what's going to happen with that. So, uh, when you introduce alcohol. Thank you. Yeah, but, uh, I I ended up last night at. I should learn not to go play on Sundays, because play then what? I have, like just go out oh, like drinking go or like you. yeah go play. Uh, it makes Mondays very rough, and I was like, yeah. man, I have to go in do all this work stuff today catch up over the weekend and then we're doing the podcast tonight i mean yeah. i'm not that i mean i get to call this work so it's kind of it's fun it's kind of lazy but yeah. uh you know it's like we Still went we went to we were up north so i'm like man where are we gonna go up north we were just like trying to play pinball and like yeah. have some drinks chaos, so we went right? we went in swinging doors which is yeah. by chaos yeah, right next door yeah uh because yeah we were trying to have some drinks or whatever and then we merged down to uh we did Pack Ave pizza oh, no. yeah. and did all that little run That's down, a good there down there in the yeah, elk. Uh, and, yeah, uh, we're headed to, we're doing our team outing a week from today. Oh, nice. And we're going to Chaos. So, oh, yeah. first time. I'm Dude, excited about that, it's but I don't super know. Super fun. Have. You know, I threw my 40th birthday party. There. I know that. I was out of town, yeah, we, otherwise, I would have been we, there. Yeah. We 80s themed it out. We had 100 people there, nice. everyone was full 80s. Uh, we had a bunch of competitions and uh, basically just, I mean, they, they do like just pretty basic shitty pizza. Like, yeah. And that's like, you know, hey, like we're just, they're not like known for their food, but yeah, sure. pretty good for what it is. Yeah. And then they don't have like a full liquor license, which probably saved my life <laughs> yeah. um, because we were just drinking Shots. and yeah, we were just drinking beers and stuff. And then at the end of the night, we rotated and drank a little bit heavier, but um it was so fun. It was. They have so many ridiculous, fun, little, unique things. Like they have one game there that's like a table, like the size of this table that we're on now, and it's just like fish swimming around, and you yeah. have like a little harpoon, and you have to like catch the bigger fish. Oh, we're bringing in more beers. Thank you. Absolutely amazing. Thank you. Um, uh, she locked eyes with you, and she's like, "This is going to this you." Guides, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this alcoholic like over here. Uh, <laughs> They got lots of fun stuff. Um, so, on your delivery route, where, when it comes to distribution, listeners, I feel like people who, if you're not privy to the beer industry, what happens a lot of the time, how restaurants choose which what beers they have on tap is definitely by what distributor they go through. So, it's mm -hmm. like a one-stop shop. Yeah. Like, uh, they're not like locked into it, but it makes it easy. So could the restaurateur says, Hey, we have 10 taps in our restaurant. Then they have one distributor that comes in and says, Hey, here, we'll take care of all 10 of these taps, but they only have to be within beers that that distributor has. So as you as like someone doing it independently, what is kind of or, the struggle? Well, even before that, actually, 
uh, when when these big distributors will find out that a restaurant is opening, right? They'll go to a restaurant owner and say, "Hey, we'll set up your tap system for you, sure. as long as you devote you know ninety percent of these taps to the beers that we carry." Um, and it happens more often than a lot of people think. Uh, it's, it's a good strategy, it's really. It's illegal, right. uh, but it, it happens. I mean, it's one of those like under the rug kind of things. Yeah. Handshake agreements. <clears throat> and so what we found is it was a multitude of... Well, first and foremost, I think, nobody's upset when you walk in with free beer. So like samples no. of beer, you know, you drop off beer. Everybody's like, okay, great. Can't wait to like, you know, sit down and taste these. Um, and so that's step number one in like getting on tap somewhere or in their you know cooler and with can package. Uh, it's a really fun process. I mean, a lot of the time, you know, I'll walk in and drop off a four pack, and we'll sit down and drink it right then and there. Or uh, a lot of another time, I'll drop it because I mean, timing for different restaurants is different in terms of uh, right, right, like right. busyness and like I'm not, I don't I don't walk into a place expecting them to like devote all of their attention to me. Uh, if I can no, drop, we're drinking all four of these fucking beers yeah, right <laughs> fucking now, dude. It is you know 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. We're sampled, getting hammered, and it wasn't even because I'm me, but I got sampled beers a customer one time. They didn't even know who I yeah. was, but like they were just like I was just there drinking, and yeah. somebody was just like, "Hey, we're sampling beer. Do you want to try yeah. this?" And I'm like, "Hell yeah!" That's like, happened to me before too. Like <laughs> I walked in with um, you know some some sample beer, and it was the beer buyer pouring behind the oh, bar, nice. and they had a bunch of regulars sitting at the bar, and so they poured beers to all the regulars and I was like this is fucking nerve-wracking right yeah. now uh, but tell me your honest thoughts you know and it, it worked out we ended up getting on tap there but I think I think uh, in Spokane particularly a lot of a lot of beer buyers and a lot of restaurant owners just want to build relationships and that's what we're about too like we love most of the people in the industry are generally people that we want to go have a beer with right, you know at right, the end right, of the right. day Hence the podcast, man. Hence, like, exactly. That's why we're like, doing it. <laughs> yeah, so Spokane, like, uh, there are there are a lot of restaurants that still, you know, use the uh, four-letter word distributors, uh, and they, like, totally focus on those guys and won't bring in uh, um, local craft self-distributed breweries, right. which is kind of a shame. Um, I think they're going to be, you know, left in the dust for a lack of a better idiom. But... <clears throat> you know, it's, it's their, that's their prerogative. They can do that. Well, they're going to grow out of it because the people who just drink... Oh, we're bringing yeah. in... I have the burrata and Coming the peppers here. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Oh, can we also just talk about how beautiful the food is always here? Yeah. Like, that's another Excellent thing. Excellent Absolutely amazing. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Um, before we dig into this, I want to finish the thought on that. Yeah, sure. Um, one of... I think of the things that's like really important is oh we got more you, you get these you get these oh we do right, and these are the Caribbean spice wings beautiful let's do it thank you um we have we have this thing that happens where you have a bar or even a restaurant or whatever and they have something they're like well we we can't get rid of Let's let's take a good example, something like a space dust, mm -hmm. right? Good beer was super popular. It definitely helped transition more of that like imperially doubly kind of like high ABV beer, yeah. like into like a, a popular thing. And, like we can't get rid of this. We sell it all the time. And, like we well, sell it all the time because it's your only craft beer that you have on. Craft. 
Like right. space dust is not craft anymore, right? Not anymore, right. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. But I'm even talking yeah. about when it was, sure. right? So it's just like, you know, you can't, you know, we can't get rid of this. We can't get rid of, uh, yeah. I mean, they even have African Amber on here. She I was know. reading it, you know? <laughs> I know. I, I, it's such a great fucking beer, though. Right. The thing is, and I yeah. get it. But I'm just saying, like, people are always just like, I feel like a lot of bars are always like, we can't get rid of this. Like, it sells all the time. It sells all the time. I mean, yeah, it's a good beer, but it sells all the time because it's your only thing that you're putting out there. If you put like something else on that, like, it was, like, a good amber, yeah. like, it would sell, too. Like, people want to try that or whatever. Yeah, for sure. And so, like, we get, uh, we brew an amber. Right. Uh, and I was, quite frankly, like, really opposed to it uh, at first. And my, my, my brother, co-owner and head brewer, uh knew the market, I think, in the Spokane Valley, at least, a little bit better. And now we wholesale that beer. We, we brewed it. It sells really well. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wholesales better than a lot of like our IPAs because, A, Fluffy Puffy is our best-selling beer. That's the only one that's going right, right. to really move like that. Uh, and then the depart, like our Amber will sell wholesale because no, not a lot of local breweries or breweries in general, craft breweries, are making that kind of beer. So it's basically like we've found in Spokane. It's like Mac and Jack's or our Amber, you know? And like that, I, I guess I never really thought about it that way. I don't know. Like they're looking for a specific style of beer, not just IPA, believe it or right. not. Right, right, right. Uh, and it sells really well. And it's a, it's a very cheap beer to brew. And when I think we're slowly transitioning, like IPA is always going to be popular. Yes. We're slowly transitioning into other stuff because people are becoming so much more knowledgeable. 100%. Right? Because I used to be in this space where I was like the person trying to, um, when Steady Flow in the Valley first opened, Yeah, I was the biggest regular there. I was there every yeah, couple okay. days. like, And um, I was the person that, talking to people, I, 90% of the people would come in, like, wouldn't even know. Like, we don't know what any of this means. They felt intimidated by it. Yeah. So I was always, like, trying to tell them. I was just like, man, like, you know, what... You know, what do you look for? And you just don't see that anymore. Like, people are more knowledgeable about it now. So now they know, because people are like, oh, I don't like craft beer. But in their head, they don't like IPA. Well, so yeah, we don't. I don't like. I don't like hoppy beers. Right. No, it's it's like you don't like the bitterness of this particular beer. Right. right. And there are IPAs like a New England IPA that can that can circumvent the bitterness. Fluffy puffy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's one of our hoppiest by volume beers. Right. And so I think without like, at the risk of sounding like I don't know conceded I guess like the, there's the education in Spokane in terms of craft beer sure there's still some room to grow huge um, but and as beautiful as the city is Spokane is always 10 years behind everything which is wild to me uh, and I think I think we're on the right trajectory yeah. and both food scene and uh, well, beer scene it and like takes places like you and places like this to catch us up right like I mean I'm not the even, people who are doing good amazing things and uh, I mean, here's the thing. Like, even if you're not saying you're doing that through your beer, sure. you do that through a lot of your relationships, interactions. Because I think sure, that's, that's why you're very exactly. successful is because you're actually taking the time. Like, you know, there's very few places that spend as much time making connections with people as you do. Like, and that's... Well, thank you, first of all. Uh, there's a lot of... It's, it's kind of like this, right? Like this setting right here. Like, sure. this is work, technically, but it's fun work. Right. And it's... In that regard, like getting yeah. out and making those relationships is work, but it's still the f- very fun aspect of what we do. 100%. It's hard to uh, it's hard to call this 
work, even right. though it is. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. No, that's my whole life. I'm yeah, like, I've just found a way to monetize doing all the things that yeah, I love. Right. So I'm like, hold on, I can get paid to drink and that's, eat food and talk on a do, microphone. Right? Like, yeah. let's go, let's figure it out. When they told you that, they weren't like. When they told you, do find what you love, and find a way to get paid to do it. They yeah. weren't. Your fifth grade teacher wasn't talking about alcohol. No, yeah, <laughs> but now, but now it's not a problem. It's a hobby. Right, exactly. like, uh, like, it's craft beer. They, 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 they have an app where I can yeah. track it, and it's yeah. not it's yeah. not because of my problem. Yeah. It's like I'm collecting. It's, yeah, exactly. I, I've used on the podcast many times. It's Pokemon, right? It's like yeah. gotta collect them all. It's, you know? uh, which, by the way, before we dig into this, I, sh- I wanna I wanna say I have a, I have an addition oh. to your uh, to your podcast a segment. Okay. Let's do it. It's having kind of like what Jimmy Fallon, I, Jimmy Kimmel does with celebrities reading mean tweets. You should have people come on and read like mean untapped ratings or mean oh, uh, bro. mean mean Yelp ratings. I am starting <laughs> yeah. that tonight. Yeah. While we're oh, eating, dude. I will find one I've on Yaya. Yeah. Do you got some good ones? Oh yeah. I will hundred Brennan, is that yeah, we gotta <laughs> we gotta make sure we, we turn that into a new segment. Yeah. I think that's absolutely amazing. Especially if I find them and here, read your That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. don't don't let them know that you're coming into it with it. But they'll, they, I mean, those, those, uh, I'm in social media like rating websites are just, all right, right, we're starting with these peppers. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh. Don't film my horrible pepper transition (laughs) to my plate. Also, do you want some of this? Yes. He will, (laughs) I will cut him off a. A Brennan-sized bite. This shit is so good. <laughs> this is the pepper. So what does it have in it? We got ground-up pork, I think, or is it is it beef? Let's. I mean, they gave us a menu. They can. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's listed in there. I should know that. Oh, it's we have heard it. What all is in the pepper? We were just gonna all look right. it up. So, so they're uh, Hungarian peppers, about eight-inch peppers. They're stuffed with our house-made Italian sausage, cream cheese, aged white cheddar, pepper jack. Uh, they're baked in the wood-fired oven, then topped with charbroil and served with grilled ciabatta bread on the side. You've said they're that fire, a few times. Sprinkle a little bit of crack on the top, and you exactly. got it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Keep oh you God. coming back. <laughs> so good. It's and then fire. the bread with it oh, yeah. comes with like a little bread because it's got this amazingly alien green. That chive oil, man. Chive oil. Oh yeah. Also, I know I don't have to necessarily tell you twice, but we talk and chew on this podcast. Oh it's yeah. Like that's the whole point of the podcast. So. Oh yeah. Get a couple oh, yeah. shots in me too, and there's going to be no holding back. Are we going to do a shot? Oh, absolutely. Dude. Let's go. That's, that's what I thought. It's okay. the reason I'm here, really. Oh, this bread's fantastic too. Holy shit. Um. Yeah, I am so all about peppers. I love. Yeah, man. Yep. And if you can do it right, um, like a pepper can be to some people, maybe in competitions, all about the heat. But if you can, if you can somehow meld the heat with like the exorbitant flavor that comes with a pepper, right, right, just in general, man, you're doing something right. And these guys have figured it out. Yeah, they're doing something right. I also tell restaurants all the time, I'm like, because restaurants, when I talk with the restaurants so much of the time, they're like, well, how come, it's like, we don't have like this kind of thing, this kind of thing of like people talking about us or whatever. I'm like, well, what are you doing different than anybody else? Like, yeah. there's things on this, like, 
like this when you have something like this that's just iconic yeah like like not not talking shit about this place but there this isn't rocket science no it's a very simple thing well, but ingredients that people love but then hey let's mm-hmm. do it in a fun way like a stuffed pepper isn't a new idea so I was talking with Matt um, he's a, you know a team member here mm-hmm. and he was college roommates with uh, chef and owner John John yeah and um, he said John used to make this for him back in college well yeah I had read up. that this was like a family thing for John that they like oh yeah probably yeah yeah so but I mean it's point being is it's not rocket science right but they make it into a I mean it's a fucking art it's an art form well and just the right amount of spice mm-hmm. like it's if you guys are too. listening here at home this is like think of like a poblano pepper if you've seen a poblano pepper it's a very similar style pepper a little bit hotter um but the cream cheese mm-hmm. Like cool, it's almost like if you had a jalapeno popper or something like that. It's kind of, kind of that same mixture. Yeah, so it's it's like crunchy and melty. You got the cream cheese and then mm-hmm. melted cheddar, and then I don't know what the term is for the ground sausage, other than just like amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it all it all comes together very nicely in a pepper, and it's an open faced pepper. So in and just absolutely beautiful. Right. I think, yeah, it's crazy how many, how much of these that they run through on a daily basis. I can imagine. If every table orders them, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It'd be crazy not to. Oh. Yes, please. As you keep eating it, that heat builds a little. A little bit. That's why you got that beer, man. I know. So good. Um, so yeah, they also brought us out the Brada tomato thing going on here that we ordered. Yeah. This is like... Is that heirloom tomatoes? Yeah, heirloom tomatoes. I love a good heirloom tomato. We got the spicy chicken wings too. Yeah, what do we got? The Jamaican Caribbean spice. Caribbean spice. Dry rub. Mm. So what's your what's your worst review that you've seen? Like what's something that was ridiculous? Um, damn, meant to grab a beer. Um, well, I'm trying to think of where on what platform it was. Um, Untapped is like is like the Yelp for beer. Right. Uh, it's almost a four letter word, but like a hilarious four letter word. Um, most of the breweries, I will say don't necessarily take untapped ratings seriously unless unless it's pointing out something like you know this beer is oxidized or sure like this can got oxidized or you know there's di- I, I sense diacetyl in this beer whatever the nice um, thing though is most people who are using tapped are at least beer lovers right your well, average person doesn't use untapped uh, well, I found that to be really? not necessarily true yeah you'll get a lot of uh, a lot of Karens on really? untapped yeah um I don't know if I've ever seen like. I wish I could read. I, I gotta find it. I don't know if it was an email. Oh no, it was a Google review. Let me find it. I'm so still in that though. I think that's a great segment. Yeah, you should definitely do it. Uh, I'll find it. We'll get we'll get it tonight. But 
It was like one of the the most ridiculous untapped rating I think was. Um, I have a couple in mind, but the one in particular is, you know, took pictures of the beer, said it was a horrible beer, never would drink it again, tastes like, you know, it was fluffy puffy, tastes like, uh, I don't know, like Clorox bleach or some shit, but still gave us three stars, like, out of, out of five. Like, oh, thank yeah. you, sir. <laughs> That's absolutely great. Big fan of Clorox, huh? <clears throat> there was one that, um, we have a beer called Soprano. It's mm -hmm. a rotating kettle sour, different flavors. Um, <laughs> one person gave it like a two star and just wrote sour. Like, yeah. like no fucking shit. It's right there in the name. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Oh man, you listeners are missing out. You gotta at least jog to Wooden City. Yeah. You're going to walk, you're going to crawl away. I haven't had the chicken wings here. These are really good. I haven't either. That's why I was interested in snacking some. It's like a unique breading. It's very crumbly, may but do, like uh, equally good. May I do... Uh, can I do the Fort George City, the Fort uh, George? City of Dreams, please? Yeah. yeah. Would you do like another beer? Yeah, I'll do one of those two. I love the City of Dreams. Yeah. Fire. You want the four joys too? Yep, let's do it. Thank you. Now we're just getting beer married here. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, these chicken wings are really unique. Uh, I feel like this is... I gotta bite into one. A very different breading. There's something funky going on there, and I can't figure it out. Oh, yeah, shit. It's a lot more tender than I thought it was going to be, mm -hmm. by the way it looks. It almost comes across as like a roasted chicken kind yeah. of a deal. So I don't know if they are... Oh, man, uh, that is really good. Right? And yeah. the seasoning's amazing, but yeah. the, the texture of it in general is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, not expecting that. I mean, crispy, exactly where you want it on the outside. Mm -hmm. But the chicken, the meat inside is... But just so superior to... You know, like just a fried naked chicken wing. Like what are the best wings in Spokane, do you think? Man. What's your opinion? I think it changes all the time, only because chicken wing sourcing has been super tricky. Oh, right. For a long time, and I don't know if it's it. Last time I had it, it wasn't as good, but Marcus Street Pizza's wings mm -hmm. for a long time were just like lights out, dude. They're also just like hand making all their sauces and stuff. Yeah. And like, I mean, you know, it's hard to like. 100% get down with that. Yeah. I, as far as like bigger name kind of spots, I think Wingstop does an amazing job, but there's only, there. I think there's like Airway Heights and then like way up north somewhere. There's like two, right? But that's like a chain, is it? you know? Yeah. Uh, I have a harder time with like you said, Flamin' Joe's, and I've had a very hard time oh. with Flamin' Joe's, but <clears throat> like, you know, I, I don't, I don't order from Flamin' Joe's because I think it's excellent. Order it because it's it's easy and, and honestly like they're they're very consistent which is important mm -hmm. right uh, but if I'm ordering from Flamin' Joe's it's because I'm I'm super high yeah you're like, <laughs> and I don't want to move we are drunk and high <laughs> yeah. and wanting chicken <laughs> all right we're gonna get into this oh bring in the canned beers thank you uh, 
burrata. I know. It's the burrata and tomato. I was going to dig into it right now. I can't stop on those wings. I love Thank you. that burrata is just so in right now. Yeah. I've heard so much more about it. Like, within the past, like, month, even. I mean, it's been on this menu for a while, I think. But I went to I went to a place in L.A. It was called Mozzarella Bar. Oh, God. And they served, like, fresh mozzarella like this. Like, it was just, like, that was, like, their whole thing. And it was super amazing. Hell yeah. You, uh, you had me at Mozzarella Bar. Right? They didn't have to advertise me that very hard. Mozzarellas and bars. <laughs> Two of my top seven favorite things. Okay. I didn't read this menu item right when I ordered it. There's more going on here than I was aware of. I saw I saw, to, I saw tomato and burrata. And so I thought it was going to be... But there's like a bread whole... Bread pudding. Yeah. Bread yeah, pudding. Bread tomato pudding. Gelée? Tomato gelée? Right. I don't so know they're, about... they're, they're turning tomato puree into a gel. So I've never seen that way before. Bread. I didn't know there was even a bread pudding element to this. It's almost like a souffle. Like... A hearty bread pudding instead of like a sweet bread pudding. Super fun. And here I was, here here I was saying, oh, this will be the fresh. She's yeah. probably laughing at me. She's like, here'll yeah. be the fresh thing. Oh, fried no bread idea. pudding. Yeah. <laughs> really good though, and it is actually pretty fresh. Yeah. The tomatoes and the basil really make it. Hmm. It is wild how bumped they are here on Monday night. Oh, yeah. These guys never stop. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they have a great reservation system here. If, you, if you're a listener who's trying to come down here on a busy time, like, yeah, uh, super easy. Thank so you, Jess. Good. This is so good. What's your favorite thing so far? It, it will never not be the Hungarian. The black peppers. Pepper. Yeah. Those are just so amazing. Yeah, yeah. those are we definitely were saying my favorite. The breading. I've been here multiple times and I hadn't had the chicken wings before. But the breading yeah. on those chicken wings is very unique. Yeah. Like there's it's a little more crumb it's almost like almost like a broasted chicken kind of a deal, but then like a crumbler yeah. crumblier. But in that's a word. Is it? That's, that's a, a word, word now. That's Shakespeare word. made words. Yeah. Uh, yeah, our chicken wings are really good. Plus that Caribbean spice, so I don't good. know, it's right. amazing. Yeah, no, spot on. We're, you guys like the burrata? So good. About to bite into it. I was, I was telling him I didn't fully look over the menu. You said tomato. I saw tomato, heirloom tomato, and burrata. I skipped over. There was bread pudding in it. Yeah. I did. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, this will be a nice fresh dish. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's like, yeah, there's it's some like a savory here. bread yeah, that's pudding. Fun. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah, do you guys like it? That's awesome. fucking fire. Also amazing. I'm yeah. excited for the beet ravioli too. That's my next. Oh right, we have more. Oh yeah, we. Yeah, you want me to go ahead and fire the the beet ravioli and Whenever the burger? Whenever you're ready, and we will eat it as we can. All right, I'll fire it. I'll be out in a few <laughs> Thank minutes. You Thank you so, so much. much. That's another thing about Wooden City too that people don't overlook. I would say, but it doesn't get mentioned enough. Their team is spot on. Oh yeah. Uh, they really put an effort into hiring uh, quality individuals, and it really shows with their outgoingness, mm-hmm. their attentiveness. Um, I mean, this is, it's like the small details. Like, you don't really, I don't look for it. I don't, like, necessarily, like, need it at all. 
uh, but you'll notice they'll come around and fill up your water glass when they see it. Right, right, right. Which is like you don't get that a lot of places. It's like the small little details, you know. Well, and it's harder to do on a large scale space like this. Like, right. You know, exactly. when you're when you're this busy on a Monday, mm-hmm. like that means even that means your B team has to be your A team. You know what right. I'm saying? Like. Mondays, you don't have a B team, yeah. Yeah, Mondays are usually your like chef's day off, and you're, you know. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I just, I like, I don't know, have nightmares about what their payroll is probably like. <laughs> we have three employees. They probably have, what do you think, 50 here? Maybe I don't, more? I don't know about 50. Here? Oh, Maybe yeah. between both. I don't know. You know better than me. You're sitting here all the time. Yeah, you always see rotating people. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, they do a really good job. Wow. Good. This might be my favorite new chicken wing. Dude. These are really good. I know. I've always strayed away from them because for no other reason than I'm not going to order a Hungarian black pepper. Right, right. I don't normally go to places and order everything off the fucking menu. Right. Today's the day, man. Let's go. Let's go. There's a time to get weird. I know I never say much on this podcast, but I like search out chicken wings in Spokane. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is, I think, the best chicken wing in Spokane. That's really good. Dude, that's yeah. big time. It's, it's, oh, I, like, I, it used to be Flying Goat was my favorite. Yeah. But, like, oh, Flying Goat has some good wings. Yeah, but yeah. like this, oh, this is fire. Yeah, if you like chicken wings, at least come, come, come do some damage on an order of chicken wings here because they were and they weren't horribly what 16 we got like eight fatty fats like yeah it's not bad for as high as chicken wings are right now well you mentioned flying goat first of all flying goat that those devil's toenails so fucking good Mm -hmm. it's probably the best sauce in spokane like like drench sauce Mm -hmm. on over chicken wings but these for some i don't know for some reason they cook these uh these ones in particular on point well, there's just, they're different. Yeah. I can't even pinpoint what's going on with this breading, but it's, it's one of those things I can always tell when, like, something's different. I'm like, there's, okay, something else is happening here that I'm not aware of. Yeah. And it's different than other chicken wings. If you listen to last week's podcast, mm-hmm. we talked about it with Adam Hexted. Yeah. When he was, the, like, the first person in the city doing, like, a, a buffalo cauliflower. Yeah. I was like mad I couldn't recreate it in my house. I was it's like, it's not easy, right? And I was just like, what is he doing different than this? And yeah. he was like, oh, we were using rice flour. Mm. And I'm like, oh. I'm in, like, in food. There's something like this that's happening here where there's like a secret thing that they're doing that's making these amazing. So you're a chef. Mm-hmm. In food, is it the same in beer where if you hand somebody a recipe, like details and all, water chemistry, you know, temperature hit points if you hand somebody a recipe and they brew that beer with all the information it's still going to taste different it's still going to be a different beer is it the same way and less so probably than beer okay because beer you have a lot more science happening i mean not that science doesn't happen but sure but like when you tell somebody to there's maybe a lot more variable right okay um when you tell somebody to cook something at 400 degrees they can take that a few different ways some people i've seen people like when a oven is like warming they like put it in while it's warming 
And I'm like, no, there's a reason why you don't. I'll do, do that, that with reheated pizza all day. Oh, well, baby. the reheated pizza. <laughs> you're just trying to save track. You're like, I do that with reheated fries all the time. Uh, oh, so with you talking about food and being a foodie, where are your other spots? Like, where's your, where's your like, oh man, if if I'm well, paying for di- outside of Wooden City, if I'm paying for dinner, where are we going? So uh, we do we do get around. My wife and I get around a lot. Uh, and we, I mean, I might, I might, I hope I'm not like pissing anybody off by saying these are our favorite restaurants because we know a lot of these, these people, but like, so IPK in the Pacific kitchen, we were just there for brunch yesterday and I mean, CJ and Austin, uh, moved on. I know I haven't been since Austin left. They have a new team in there. I mean, you know, Dylan and Zach and Chong and I mean. Well, Chong is it? I mean, fucking I know, amazing. I know Dylan Zach like a little bit. I know Chong pretty well because he's yeah. been in the scene for a minute here. Yeah, Chong is a gangster. That's who yeah. ran IPK before Austin. Ran That's what I learned that yesterday. Actually, I had no idea. Uh, so fucking amazing. Uh, IPK is probably if we had That's people inland look- Pacific Kitchen for anybody who's listening. Yeah, like, sorry. If you haven't been there on uh, on Pacific Avenue. Uh, if we if we if people come in from out of town. Yeah. Like friends or family or whatever. We're trying to take them like, hey, this we're is taking cool them to IPK. Yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a guarantee. We'll probably, I mean, most likely come here. Uh, what if you City. like doing this style of eating where right. you're like sharing small plates? So I think it depends on, it depends on the style that we're looking for, right? So if we're looking for just like everyday fast, casual, I mean, Flying Goat is right around the corner from our house. Thank you so much. Their pizzas are fucking phenomenal. And the TJ Minock meatball. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, I, I wanted so when we had previously, previously scheduled to do this recording, we were going to do it at Heritage, right, right, right across the hallway from Whistle Punk Brewing, which is like top. I, I top will, two, I will do. Yeah, Thank you, you, you will see, uh, you will see us do an episode at Heritage yeah. at some point because I love that. So it's like uh, severely underrated. Oh, severely. Uh, there. I think so. Sure. Unless yeah. you're trying to. No, I'm set on that. Thank I thought, you. Though. I thought he might be trying to chipmunk that whole loaf of bread <laughs> into his mouth, but we got, we got other stuff coming. A lot of carbs going I'll into bring this you guys face. Some new small plates. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, thank you so much. Okay. Uh, so heritage, and I don't in any way want to demean what they what they do because they can do some really high level stuff. They are the best elevated bar food in Spokane. Their buffalo chicken tendies are cooked to perfection with the rosemary curly fries. I haven't had them. I'm literally getting a mouth no, water. I have all this food in front of me and I'm getting my <laughs> mouth watered again by, <laughs> by even talking about it. Uh, not to mention Gabe and Alex are just, and their whole crew are just <laughs> such good fucking people. Right. Love hanging out with them. Uh, trying to think. Uh, if we go if we go pho, it's pho van okay. on division. Love pho van. Uh, without question. Thank you. Replated. Uh, if we're going like Chinese, Szechuan, it's going to be Gordy's. Hands down. Hands down. I don't really know of many other places doing it in Spokane, but no. I, even if they've got a high a high bar to hit. There's other places that like have Chinese food and stuff like that, but yeah. Gordy's, if if anybody says who has the best Chinese in town, the answer it's is Gordy's. Gordy's. Yeah, it's Gordy's. I'm just like, you're just wrong. Yeah. And then Republic Pie up there, right, right across the street from Gordy's. Uh, not for Chinese, but for pizza and wings, really. 
uh, and then also but a Republic Pie Chinese menu. Let's yeah, go. Let's I'd make eat, that I'd happen. Eat the fuck out of that. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Little Noodle up on in Garland. Fantastic. They do and such good work. Her pho too. Like we're talking yes. about pho. So I've actually haven't haven't had an opportunity to get the pho there. Oh. But the uh, the that's pho burrito. Kedra, that's like what Kadra got famous for. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh okay. yeah, like she worked at a pho place. And like, that's her like upbringing in the cooking industry. And then, so yeah, she does like a lemongrass pho. It's, like, it's all really good. Yeah, the, the pho burrito is hard to stray away from. No. Uh, so I've had that the past three times. We created that. that as a secret burger event. And I then remember, it was so, actually, fuck, I remember it was that. So, it was so successful yeah. that like, she kept it on. She kept it, because yeah. she was the chef at North Hill for right. a while. Yeah. And then, so we did that at North Hill. And yeah, with Humble was, Abode, right? It was so popular. Oh, no that we uh they did a beer dinner with humble Road. sorry i'm oh, getting yeah, those yeah. two mixed up yeah. uh and then underrated also i don't know if it's underrated because if you're in spokane you know about it but elliot's on monroe super underrated They're, okay all right. they, i mean it's one thing if you know about it it's another thing if elliot's for whatever reason isn't being brought into like a top 10 equation of places in spokane which is wild which is wild yeah they're pork because it's uh, also pork one of the Verde. places like this that is like also, like hand making pasta. Yeah. And like, I mean, their Port Verde chili is uh, top, my opinion, top seven dishes in Spokane out of all restaurants. Uh, it's fucking phenomenal. And they have an amazing Port Green chili burrito for uh, for uh, their brunch menu. Oh, yeah. I've had that. Fine. That's really good. You can get it. You can get it. Uh, even their biscuits and gravy, you can get half and half pork verde, half white gravy, like sausage Is that right? gravy. Yeah, you can get your biscuits, biscuits and gravy in their brunch menu. Oh, shit. Or biscuits and gravy, do half pork verde and half white sauce. Oh shit! And it's like eating two different meals that are like distinctly different, yeah. but amazing. Uh, God, and there was one other place I wanted to mention, and I'm forgetting it off the top right now. We got we got too deep into burritos. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Burrito Inception. It was, uh, it's Coach Nito downtown. Oh. I mean, come on, if you're going to for tacos. they're on the way here. It's not, it, they would they would probably agree, it's not authentic, uh, you know, Mexican street food, right? It's but authentic it's, flavors. Sure, sure, sure. New yeah, age yeah. Style. We've talked about that on this podcast at least twice. Oh, really? Where we've talked about I must have how that. much I hate the word authentic. Yeah, right. Because it's just like, especially when you talk about Chinese food or oh, Mexican yeah. food specifically, like authentic Chinese or Mexican food is just taking shitty food and making it edible because it was such poor countries, right? Yeah, there's so, no such thing as authentic Chinese food in America. Right, 100%. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, Coach Nito, man, they're, uh, God, what is it, the lamb? They've got a lamb taco that's, like, either braised or probably braised for, like, 30 hours. It's fucking outrageous. It's I so always, good. I always feel bad saying things like this because, once again, like you said, I have so many chef friends. I have so many restaurateur yeah. friends. One of the few things I will very rarely say when people ask me but, like, is a real truity to me is Travis is my favorite chef in town. Oh yeah, I would hundred percent. Yeah, and it's it's I, almost sad to me that he's at Co- that he's doing Cochinito because he can do because yeah. he's not like at Clover anymore. Well, he was at Clover, or, yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I fell in love with everything he did at Clover, and he's like, and on top of being an amazing chef, he's also just a great. He's gonna he's a great human. Yeah. He's definitely gonna be on this podcast. They're open the oh, new yeah. Cochinito. Yeah. They're gonna open the second spot. Yeah. So right, maybe right before that grand opening, I gotta get him on yeah, here. Yeah. And uh, he's an amazing he and human being. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're great people. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah. that gutted Clover. When he left Clover and then took Justin with him, I'm like, yeah. oh, man, it's over. Clover, Clover, the vacuum that was filled by the new Clover chefs, mm-hmm. Doyle, and then, um, oh, my gosh. Once Doyle left. Doyle left, and then it was... Uh, he's a chef at Bark now. Why yeah, am he's I, the how chef am at I forgetting now. his name? I'm, I'm blanking, too. Wow. Beer. Beer. Anyway, excellent humans, and they, they really they, they rebounded, although they didn't make it through COVID. But uh, they, man, yeah, good fucking food. Doyle might be back in town. Uh, He's out of town right now, and I think he might be coming back and, like, good. putting up shop somewhere. Good, hell yeah. Great chef. He, uh, great chef, great human. Mad scientist uh, chef. Yeah. That's my kind of chef. He's just like, we're just going to we create did. weird fucking shit, bro. I think you were you were there for one or two of them, at least. We did two, two beer dinners with, oh, yeah. with Clover when they were uh, open. And the first beer dinner was with... Uh, Doyle, he mm-hmm. was the head chef, and then the second one was supposed to be with Doyle. Like he developed the menu, but then he, he had a family emergency and had to leave like the week prior to the beer dinner. So his sous chef, Jason, is his last name. I do remember that. Excellent. Awesome Off the dude. street food one. Yes. Yeah. The around the world. Yep. So he de- he redeveloped the menu within like the entire week, basically, and like developed this around the world menu. So each each of the six courses was from a different country. Yeah. And we had Argentinian, we had Chilean. So uh, good. There was, there, I, I'm drawing, I'm, I think there was some German in there. There was definitely some European uh, focused foods. Um, oh, here we go. We oh, got we got the, round the coming. That was perfect and the timing. fancy burger. Oh, that burger does look fancy. Yeah. Thank oh, we even split the raviolis oh, really? up. You. you are the best. Wow. So fancy. Enjoy. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. Do you guys want any fry sauce? I don't know about fry sauce, but is now the time to order a shot? Yes. A shot? I think it probably should be. You pick. What are we taking shots of? Uh, normally, I, okay, so maybe you can lead us in the right direction. Normally, I would go brown water, but I just had a buddy tell me, and he brought up a good point. We got tequila drunk, and whenever you get tequila drunk, you don't get hung over the next day. I don't know the science behind it, but maybe we should. When do you a get a tequila, tequila shot. shot, you get what? When you get tequila drunk, you don't get hung over the next day. Is that because you're in know. jail? Yeah, or? I don't know. Yeah, it could oh, be. Okay. It could, well, no, you're still gonna be hung over in jail. <laughs> I don't know. Less. I like tequila myself. Okay, so maybe we go do, tequila. Hey, bring us. Maybe Casa Casa Amigos Blanco. There you go. Pick a, pick a decent tequila for us. That works. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then I will take. Do you even have like a Rainier or something? We do have Rainier. A little bit lighter. I'll take a Rainier. You got it. I'm good with the beer I got. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so that is apparently a thing. I don't know the science behind it, but if you get tequila drunk, you won't you won't get hung over the next day. I feel like that's a lie. Don't, is it because uh, there's no sugar? Like, tequila is very low sugar. Yeah. But so is vodka, right? and I feel like vodka oh, drunk's the very, worst. very, very hungover on tequila. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Vodka drunk's the worst drunk. Outside of, like... Uh, and I'm we, sure people have gotten tequila drunk. Like, that's a fact. Yeah. But we were at Park Inn last night and drank Malort. So like, oh god, damn it! I had a, I have a, a buddy that I not that I know, but like a friend of mine's um, friend is in town, first time in the USA Hell from yeah. the UK, and so we're just like trying to like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god. And they fuck them for that. Oh, Malort's not no Malort's oh, okay. from Chicago, but we okay. gave him Malort just to fuck his life up. Yeah. <clears throat> These raviolis are beautiful. They look amazing. Little fresh beet on top. Is it pistachio? Uh, What's happening here? It looks like 
Pistachio? Oh, the nuts? Yeah. Yeah. And then some basil. Basil? Uh, yeah, Malort. I had Malort for the first time at Bon Bon. And uh, Jasmine, uh, I still to this day maintain she tricked me into it, but she was like, hey man, I got this new thing in. I never had Malort. Never heard of it. Never want to hear about it again. I didn't know until I went to Chicago. Yeah, it's god-awful, but apparently it's an industry an industry liquor mm-hmm. that you have to like cut your teeth on mm-hmm. anyway it's just it's so unique it's like uh, not good in any way shape or form <laughs> but super unique counter counter to this ravioli this ravioli is good in all shapes and forms very um, for as heavy as ravioli really is it feels really fresh like I, I no. would and then the pistachio makes it the crunch with the pistachio. Yeah. Is where it's at. A lot of texture going on here. Little cubes of beet on the top. Mmm. Okay. Also, you see this little crunchy crunch on top right here? Yeah, what is that? That's crunchiness of these chicken wings. Look at it. It's like the same texture. Oh yeah. It's like that same breading they use in these chicken wings is the super crunch on the top of this. Some some Dan Brown shit, man. You're finding uh, yeah. signs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Are you a reader? You're reading me Dan Brown? Oh yeah. We've never talked we've talked a lot of things before. We've never talked books before. I'm a big I wouldn't I'm say a big, I'm a big reader. reader. Um, but I never I mean yeah, if, if if there's a night when I get to bed and uh, I don't fall asleep immediately, <laughs> like I'm definitely opening a book. I mean, we, or at least I try my best to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one sitting on my nightstand now is called This Explains Everything. I got the author, and it's not nearly as good as what I thought it would be, but it's basically uh, a collective of a bunch of excerpts from experts in their field so they'll explain you know string theory in like two pages right you know which you can't obviously do but it gives you the general gist of things so it's interesting and it goes from like string theory to like fucking roman engineering right you know? like there's just a, all over the place a huge breadth of, of work so it's interesting uh, it's it's not as in-depth i think as i would like each topic to be but it gets the job done, you know, reading I words. Love it. Yeah. I love it. You, I love it. I love talking right to now? people about... I mostly read fiction, though. Yeah. Um, I am... For anybody who knows me outside of the food stuff, I'm a pop culture nerd. So, like, anything that is... Um, I'm... Ooh. If I start eating... That that bread pudding, as delicious as it is, is super heavy. Okay. Um, uh, so, anything that is semi-popular... I generally try and read just because I'm like, okay, why are so many people connecting with this? Yeah. And try and see if I can connect with it. And there's stuff that, especially in the book world, I put off for like a long time. So now I'm finding myself reading things that you're like, oh my God, like, why did I read like Jurassic Park? Yeah. And I'm like, why did that, like, I've seen the movie or whatever. I never read the book. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh wow, like the book is amazing, right? You know what I'm saying? Like going back and reading some of those things that were iconic. Like, this is oh, probably wow, a dumb question. Which one came first? The book. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, sta- it holds true to, to the standard, the book always comes first? Not always, but I mean... Most, I mean, most of the time. The vast majority yeah. of the time, yeah. Well, movies are constantly searching for a... Uh, 
like okay give us a baseline to draw off of like when, okay, whether yeah. it be a real experience or something that's already created or whatever like okay, yeah because there's just so many movies right like so uh yeah yeah jurassic i think i believe the whole trilogy oh no there's only two both the jurassic park books were made before any of the movies okay um before any of the now there's like 72 movies that new jurassic park was trash it was really bad. Uh, I have not seen it. Was that the... I'm not a big movie person. It's like the I'm new, gonna new one. Throw that out there. Yeah, the one with Chris Pratt and... and uh, God, what's his name? The, the fucking main character. Chris Pratt's the main character of the new one. No, uh, well, okay, but it melds... Oh, but they brought back... What's yes. his face? Yeah, 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 you're yeah right, right. that guy. What the fuck is his name? I don't know. We're drinking, bro. You do know his name. Uh, I do know his name. I just we're gonna work. It. We're going to work through this. Was it? Jeff Goldblum? Yes. No. Jeff Goldblum. Oh, That's what well, I'm thinking of. It? That's what I'm thinking of. That's not the main character. The main character is the English accent dude. He was in... Uh, I would argue that Jeff Goldblum is the main character. Can I get some backup on this? I mean, not by screen time. Sam Neill is, Sam the, Neill is, is, the, the, main is the main character of Jurassic Park. Okay, so I'm, okay, so I am an idiot. All right. But yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is a character, and then they're both in the new one or whatever. But okay. Um, oh my gosh, those, that ravioli was so good. Yeah, I don't want to stop eating it. Uh, I have to stop eating it because I eat all mine. You, you no, I don't want any one? of yours. I gotta eat. <laughs> you see how much more food is here? Yeah, I do. And we have a shot coming. Ooh. Yeah, let's go. Dear Lordy, little, we're gonna need a little tequila and burger action. Oh yeah. Um. Man, so what's coming? I want to talk before we close out and like get into final, final things. Mm-hmm. Last year, I heard just from you because we're boys, you ran a little test on something that we're going to be doing bigger this year for the uh, Among the Pines Festival. You told me a little bit about where that came from and the idea behind mm-hmm. it. I'd yeah. love for you to share that on the podcast and like what it is and what's going on this year with it. Uh, yeah, so I grew up in the brewing industry, in the brewing industry, not didn't grow up in general, but in the brewing industry in Maine, in, mm-hmm. in northern New England, and uh, there was a brewery out there called Oxbow Blending and Bottling, and they do some really fucking good stuff. They do really good stuff. Anyway, they have, uh, <clears throat> they're called Oxbow Brewing, or Oxbow Brewing and Blending, because their original location and their production facility original production facility was on the oxbow of this small main river uh, in the middle of fucking nowhere. I think it's, uh, God, I, I, yeah, I don't even know the name of the town, but it's, it's in the middle of nowhere. Let's just sure. call it that. And uh, they have a, a shitload of property out there. I would say like 50 to 100 acres, more than that, of, of property, just wooded property around this oxbow of the river. So their tasting room is up there. It's really cool. But they have this event once a year called Goods from the Woods. And what they do is they set up kegs of their own just around the woods. And you as an attendee, like they literally just like place kegs in the woods. And you right. as an attendee have to go and like find those kegs. And if you do, good for you. You can fucking kill that keg if you want. Um, there's a tap there. Uh, you can just hang out, you know. You bring a tent, you camp. Uh, it's amazing. It's really cool. I mean, there's a little pond on site where, like, if you want to bring a kayak, it's shitty and small, like lots of bug, but like, you know, a couple of beers, toss a yeah, kayak in there, yeah. yeah, and have some fun. 
Uh, but it was a really good idea. I thought it was amazing and incredibly unique. Uh, goods from the woods. And uh, I, when we decided to open a brewery, I was like, man, we got to find a way to like take that to Washington to Washington or Spokane in general. Which has such an amazing outdoor. Exactly. Amazing. Exactly. And so like there's a huge outdoor and recreation culture here in Spokane. And I figured that that would translate that sort of event, Goods from the Woods, would translate uh, over to this area of the country. Right. And, it, and it did. We did our first uh, Among the Pines event last year. Which was a baby, but this year, mm-hmm. 22 breweries. Yeah, well, we had we had 19 breweries last year, oh, believe it or not. Yeah, we had oh, a wow. fuckload of breweries. Uh, but you're right. I mean, it's growing at least in attendee number and, and brewery number for sure. And that's honestly the brewery growth is a factor of so many breweries opening up in the area. Sure. Uh, that we felt we were not inviting everybody, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Thank you Thank so you. much. And tequila shots. Uh, uh, Thank you. I love the idea. So for people who are listening, if you didn't catch exactly what Jason was saying, because it's a little bit different. It's not that same exact thing. Right. The whole format of Among the Pines, which will be this year, September 4th. 4th. Yeah, Sunday, September 4th. If tickets still exist by the time this comes out, you should go check it out. It's just What's the website? Uh, www.livelikelara.org That's livelikelara.org Awesome. You can get tickets there. And the whole idea of this beer festival is outdoors, 22 breweries set up on this huge hiking trail. You can walk around and find random breweries and you got to collect them all. We talked about Pokemon yeah. a little bit You just go around, jump around try all these different breweries as you hike around in the woods and some are like kind of hidden i remember last year i was walking and i had like heard people call my name and i'm like where literally is this i couldn't yeah. even find it i needed like a, a it's, beaker it's perfect i mean so we do it at uh so we have a really good friendly relationship with precious things fermentation project mm-hmm. uh their their address is spokane but they're unincorporated so they're in the middle of uh you know up right nor uh our North Argon and Bigelow Gulf, so kind of on the way to, to uh, Green Bluff. But they they have a, a barn that they their tasting room is located, and they also brew in. And when we became friends with them, I told Jeff uh, and Candy about this idea, and Jeff and Candy immediately were like, "Fuck yes, let's go." Uh, so they have ten acres of wooded property. That we go at least last, starting last year, we'll go and kind of hammer out some hiking trails, uh, and then yeah, you set up jockey boxes, you know, at various locations, and as an attendee or as a guest, you kind of just like go and find them. Yeah, and it's like good luck if you you can collect them all. What's up? So, what did you guys think of the beef ravioli? That's oh, so good. I mean, the wings are probably oh, well. Fuck, I don't know, man. It's all so good. The wings are your favorite? I don't know. It's hard to say that over the over the pepper, though. So we were both the, very impressed with the wings. Yeah. Let's put it that way. All three of us. Yeah. But, he uh, said it's the best wing in Spokane. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, that's a pretty good dang contender. That's really amazing. <laughs> I was very impressed with it. But the but the ravioli, honestly, I did not. It, it exceeded my my expectations yeah. by significant amounts. Like yeah. it's so good. I love a good ravioli. 
Yeah. It's like a quality. Definitely. And it's so weird for something that's like a ravioli yeah. in like a white sauce. Like it's not heavy. It's no. like very, very clean. And typically when I order a ravioli, I want some sort of like meat on the inside. But I didn't. I didn't miss it with this. Like the no, meat, the meat really yeah. does a good job yeah. of covering up. Well, and then the, yeah. I feel like the pistachio or whatever yeah. like helps with that hardiness. Helps with the crust. Yeah, the yeah. first time that I saw that was like beet ravioli. Yeah. 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 Who's gonna get beet ravioli? And it's so popular here. Is Everybody it really? loves it. Yeah. yeah it's, it, understandably mm. so. Yeah. Well, it goes to show not everything has to be like this meat, you know, forward thing. Uh, well, enjoy the burger. Let me know if you guys need anything else. Can I do a Rainier? A Rainier? Yeah. yeah definitely. Thank you. Uh, so with getting back to Among the Pines with, with Jeff and Candy uh, we planned it out and we have this we have this um, non-profit so we started Yaya because of uh, our you know Chris and I's sister passing away in 2014 um, and we also at that same time started a non-profit with our family called the Live Like Lara Foundation and it was when we when we were planning this beer festival it was Jeff's idea he was like hey man we should make this thing a fundraiser for the Live Like Lara Foundation. And yeah. first of all, I was so fucking taken aback uh, because it's on his property. It's a really good money-making opportunity. And his first thought was to make it um, a, a fundraiser for, sure. for our nonprofit. So that was entirely his idea. Uh, and they, they do a lot of the work. They put in a lot of the sweat equity and a lot of the planning work uh, to make it happen. So it's definitely not all like us. Uh, right, right. There's a lot of people that go into this and make it make it happen, you know. Particularly Jeff and Candy from Preston. Some of the, and some of their neighbors, man. When you get out in the woods like that, if you know your neighbors well, they will do anything for you. Oh, yeah. We have people showing showing up in like ATVs yeah. with like you know professional grade weed whackers helping us cut down uh, trees and and you know widen hiking paths. Like it's amazing. Well, I also think people like get excited about unique good ideas like i mean it's a it's so fun to like i fell in love with that event last year i was like this yeah. instantly became like a top three event in the city for me and it was just a first year event like i was just like it's so fun and so unique um to yeah. like what we're doing and perfectly speaks in my opinion to spokane yeah because spokane has like two crazy things going on right now it's like our beer community is like this exploding yeah. awesome thing and then this like outdoor lifestyle type thing so it's like this perfect mesh between those two deals yeah and last year we were lucky enough to happen obviously lucky and random enough to place it on a weekend that there was no smoke right so it really worked out yeah although we did get rained on which was a, a i was shock. fine with the rain it was like a oh, little, the rain was it was a little nice yeah. that's the worst thing about outdoor events is you can't do it well we are gonna jump into the final side of this and we're gonna have these tequila shots as oh, yeah, we as we show. jump into it um we have you said you've listened to the podcast so you're you're oh, yeah. like you're you're like kind of ready for it but every single podcast we do our food pyramid which is six yeah. questions and uh now that you've given us the new we're gonna have to like start with the yelp reviews like that's gonna be like the yeah, new yeah. segment is the yelp reviews but this is this is how we close everything um the first question luckily on this is favorite drink and or cocktail and we have tequila right here this doesn't have to be your answer but we're gonna at least yeah. cheers it for the start of the hatch cheers what did what did we say this was Oh shit! I can't remember. Any. What what was this tequila, Jess? Don Julio. Blanco. Don Julio. Oh, okay. Don Julio. Don Julio. I've had I've had some Don Julio over the years. Right, cheers, well, cheers, brother. 
Ooh, that was more than a shot. Well. Ooh, baby. It's an industry shot. Yeah. Love that. When you got to do a double chug. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we, call that, we call those industry shots. I don't hate that. So, favorite drink and or cocktail. Because you're in the beer world doesn't mean you have to stay beer. No, and I won't. Uh, my favorite drink is going to be one ice cube and... Uh, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to narrow down one whiskey or one bourbon, but one, one, it's probably one. you're into right now, let's say. So it changes, I'm the same way, it changes all the time. What's yeah, something all recently the time. you're just like, oh yeah, I, re- I really fuck with this right now. All right, so I had a, uh, it was called the El Corazon mm. at Mizuna. And it was tequila and some hibiscus juice. Shout out to Mizuna. Mizuna's yeah. also Mizuna. We didn't talk. Yeah, yeah Mizuna's also great. an excellent restaurant. Especially if uh, you're into vegetarian-y, like that beef yeah. ravioli. Something is on Mizuna menu. They have sure. a whole vegetarian menu. Yep. Uh, it was the it was the most fire fucking cocktail I've had in like ten years, and I'm really coming around to cocktails. Uh, normally, up until like the past six months, really, I would just get beer sure. or wine. Uh, but I'm really coming around to cocktails, and because it's it's it can be an art as well. Like as ridiculous as that sounds, right? Sure. Like they put a lot. If you order a cocktail, they're putting so much fucking effort into that. If you go to the right place, that it can be so good. Uh, so I would say that tequila, man, that tequila El Corazon, fucking amazing. From Mizuna, shout out to Mizuna. I'm in it. I'm in it. Food you hate. Well. <clears throat> <laughs> um, mushrooms. Really? Yeah. Which is oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat this burger. Guy. I'm gonna eat this burger because it has mushrooms on it, and I'm into it. But mushrooms. I know. I'm like I'm 100 percent the minority with this. I get it. I just for some reason it's the texture of mushrooms. It's not necessarily the taste, but I'm a huge texture person. Do you like olives? Actually, just. I mean, just like recently, basically, like within the past year, I'll start to eat olives. And I always, again, it's a texture I always thing. put olives and mushrooms kind of in that same category because oh it's like that's my nightmare. What the fuck are these? Like they're <laughs> just like their own weird thing. Olives and mushrooms are their own weird yeah. little world. And they have nothing to do with each other, but they have that yeah. same brininess and that that's, same yeah. dirtiness and that same like. But it's I don't like know. smooth, smooth tastefulness. Like I don't know how else to describe it. There's, there's really good flavor that comes from, from both of those ingredients. It's just if I had to not, if I had to exclude one thing from a meal, it would be like mushrooms. I'll eat them. But this is also the worst question on this list because I'm generally talking to foodies and most people are like, I don't know, I really like everything. I, like everything, like, everything. I, I do too. <laughs> I, I feel like I was like, I'm, I might need to change this question because... There's, but we've had some good answers too, where it's like, okay, yeah. like I hate one thing specific. Like for yeah. me, my weird like thing that I hate is like cotton candy. Oh really? So like, people are like, what the fuck? And it's like, I don't know, I fucking hate no cotton shit. You candy guys have a big, whatever, you like. had a big talk about cotton candy at Logan Tavern with uh, the Hexton. We did. Yeah. We yeah. didn't eat cotton candy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I have like a phobia. You know when you go on the Mori Povich show and there's like that lady who gets scared because they bring out balloons or whatever there's like like cotton candy is like a phobia for me even if i see it i'm like oh like i don't know what it is about it we had a we had a southern friend family friend smart really fucking smart dude ran a big multinational company went to a fair once and looked at his wife and said kathy do you think cotton candy really 
includes cotton. <laughs> and we just, it's just like a running joke now with our family. God damn it. God damn it, it's not. <laughs> we had, I had, uh, did you go to Crave this year? No, I didn't make it. Yeah, I was out of town. Crave, Aaron Fish. Have you ever hung out? Have you ever kicked it with Aaron Fish? I've never kicked it with him, but I've had some that's, of his, his work, yeah. That's a, I always hate to categorize him as like Adam's number two or whatever, because he's his own. If he, if Adam didn't treat Aaron like a fucking god to like help him run his things, Aaron would be one of the top chefs in the city, like running yeah. his own thing. But now he's just one of the top chefs in the city, like helping running Adam's oh, thing yeah, or he's whatever. Doing you know. Really great fucking so work. He did cotton candy brisket. Explain that. I'm gonna. They what does that mean? Brisket and like put it in a cotton candy machine, and it like turned it into, you know, you know they have that like skull beef jerky, like that yeah. comes in like yeah. the thing with each of the packet and oh, lip yeah. or whatever. What? He like did that, and I was like, this is the crate. He did it as just an element of a dish. Where he said cotton candy brisket for the fire and the fire and smoke of it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And that I sounds like almost blew him there on spot. It was so. <laughs> amazing. I was put back by cotton candy, and that's why I asked about it. I was like, yeah. okay, well, hold on. Like I was like, I don't fuck with cotton candy, but it was aerated, <laughs> dried brisket that was like of that same consistency of that beef jerky like <laughs> lip yeah. dip like kind of stuff. It sounds like. At some point throughout the process, marijuana was involved. Like every menu in Spokane? Like, dude, like, okay, what are your two favorite things? I don't know, fucking cotton, cotton candy, candy and brisket? brisket? All right, oh, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. That's some Doyle shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, first food memory. Young kid, uh, like, what, what, yeah. what, like, made you, like, a food? Like, the first thing you're like, holy shit. Well, so I don't think it, it made me a foodie, but first memory uh, was going to... Branson, Missouri, because I, I grew up in Memphis, and Branson, Missouri. I've been to Branson. Have you really? I have. No. But I, was, I told you I spent time in Missouri only because oh, yeah. I'm a hardcore Kansas City Chiefs fan. Right, right. Uh, which, yeah, Ghost Feelers. Uh, Branson, Missouri, there's a place called Lambert's, and they, it's a big place. I mean, it's, the food is not, like, excellent. Like, it's not, it's not bad by any means, but you don't necessarily go there because you think it's outrageously good food. But their shtick is they throw rolls. So, like, there will be... Yeah, it's, it's, it, people I get injured. I think I've seen them on the uh, Food Network channel. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, they, like, from, you know, fucking 20 yards away, you'll just raise your hand up, and this dude walking around, like, like a baby carrier on his front with just filled with rolls, they'll just pick one out and fucking Aaron Rodgers you uh, straight to the chest. And... That is my first food memory. It was fucking amazing. No, like yeah. it, it's it's such a unique experience, and on, I mean the food is really good. Like it really is, but it's really you go there because of the throwed rolls. In fact, their tagline is "Home of the throwed rolls." Uh, I thought, oh, yeah, I, that's I, amazing. That's the first thing that I can think no, of. Yeah, that's like literal food porn for me. Yeah, like, dude, it's. Hold on, I get to raise my hand, and they're gonna throw me a chunk dude. of bread. Ooh, like let's. Go. All I gotta do is put a hand up, and yeah. they will. Yep, hit it right in the center. Like it's it's amazing. Let's go. Yeah, so sometimes like, they don't. It's Pike Street Market with fish, but with yeah, exactly. rolls. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You don't have to fucking catch a fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Uh, death Row Dinner. Um, apparently cotton candy brisket. <laughs> Aaron, you gotta, if Jason goes down, you gotta yeah, cater dude, his gonna need that. funeral. Um, man, that is a, that's a good one. I don't. 
Man. I'll probably just keep it simple and say like a... The a, Hungarian wax pepper. The Hungarian wax yeah, pepper, dude. You're like, you're, you're like, like, please, please feed me Hungarian yeah, wax peppers. Some sort of, uh, some sort of fucking cheeseburger. Like, I don't know. I think, I think, you know, I, would, I would keep guy? it simple. Oh, I fucking love cheese. Like Durkin's, dude. Let's go to... Oh, also forgot to mention Durkin's earlier. They, you were asking about best friends. Fucking Durkin's, man. Um... I would probably keep it simple. If I was on the if on death row it was my last day, I would keep it simple. I fuck with Durkin's um, solely because if I can get if you can ex- get me excited about a bologna sandwich, yeah, right. Then I fuck with you. We like, were just I'm talking just like, about that's this. fucking gangster. Yeah, like, we were just talking about this yesterday. Make anything awesome. Yeah, like, do what you do to make anything awesome. And then bologna. Yeah, right. like well done, guys. Let's go. Uh, fast food guilty pleasure. Okay. Uh, you talked about Ubering yourself some... 100%. So when I go out and deliver uh, kegs, there's, there's, there's a lot of, like... There's not a lot of time to stop and, like, get, like, a cochinito for lunch or something. So McDonald's, two double cheeseburgers, only cheese and ketchup, and a large water. Hold on. You got to... <laughs> you had that menu. You, you had it down so perfectly that I insta-believed you, but you got to slow it down for us drunk people. McDonald's. Two double cheeseburgers, okay. only cheese and ketchup, because with McDonald's you have to specify only cheese on a cheeseburger uh, and ketchup, and then a large water. Okay. And then they, they now so charge not... you for the large water, but I'm I'm here for that. I'm okay, yeah. yeah. I'm okay That's with that too. With yeah. yeah. Uh, so two double cheeseburgers, only cheese and ketchup, large water. That's my... And I love it. How do you feel really about... Because you know what? They're trying to transition... As a food guy, like I catch all the little things. Yeah. They're trying to transition their double cheeseburger into the McDouble, and they're very different things. So they, they are very fucking different things. You're right. Uh, the McDouble doesn't have a second piece of cheese. Uh, you're telling me. <laughs> it's bullshit. 100%. <laughs> People be just saying McDouble now, and I'm like, whoa, 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 now, whoa, dude, whoa, whoa, whoa. I will happily pay the extra like 39 cents for that second piece of glorious melted cheese. Yeah. That's why you like Durkin's, though, too, is because that American oh, cheese. Oh, it's so good. Durkin's yeah. makes their own... If people are listening right now, Durkin's makes their own American cheese. And if you don't know how American cheese is made... That. You didn't know that? I don't think I knew they that. They make it from scratch. Holy That's shit. That's why it's so good. Yeah. So American cheese is a weird deal. Most people don't, like, think about it and, like, how it works. But when you are making cheese... Like, American cheese is almost the Frankenstein of different cheeses. So you basically take cheese and break it down, and then, like, it gets super chopped up, and then re It, like, basically turns into a liquid, liquid and then re-coagulated back into a block. <laughs> That's so disgusting. It's never made as, like, a cheese. It's not, like, it's not block and age as a cheese. It's, like, a yeah. liquid, and then they put it in a form fill, and then it solidifies, and that's how you get the, like, jelly-easy melt. Like that actually thing. makes a whole lot of sense, yeah. It's like so it's it's like its own thing. American cheese is a Frankenstein. It isn't a real cheese. It is basically a mix of different things all jellified no and shit. then restructured into a cheese loaf. You need to recategorize this podcast as an educational podcast. It, we want it to be a little bit <laughs> educational, but we also want to fucking drink, Jason. Let's so okay. I'm here for uh, all of it. Uh so McDonald's. That's our first yeah. McDonald's fast food. Really? Hey, did you I, did you watch uh, the founder? No, I don't with know. Michael Keaton. No, bro. Do you want to watch if it? You is love a, McDonald's. I mean, I don't is, love McDonald's. If you, you if you love McDonald's, was if, if if McDonald's is your did you that's watch? My, 
Did you keep looking over this? Thank window? you, Jess. <laughs> uh, uh, did you watch what was the documentary where oh. we just ate McDonald's for like a month? Yeah, uh, Super Size Man. Super Size Man. Yeah, I watched. Did that. you watch that and like get hungry? Uh, yeah, dude, yeah. I did too. They... So I was just like, oh yeah, like now I want to go eat McDonald's. It did the opposite to me. Like I understand it's bad for <laughs> yeah. me, but it, like I was like, I'm in now. Like, like I, I, I can eat McDonald's in months, but now I want some or whatever. All but advertising is good advertising, right? If you love kind of that idea of like, man, why is McDonald's so amazing? And then you also love the first Batman. <laughs> this is like the perfect movie for you because it's like McDonald's with him as the actor. He plays the guy who created McDonald's or basically turned, yeah, turned McDonald's. Who's an asshole? Like he yeah. plays the best asshole ever. <laughs> and uh, actually, Mr. that's Mom. interesting because I don't imagine Michael Keaton as a dick. No, but he's you just a mean? great actor. Okay, I yeah, mean, fair. So yeah. think of his dick character in Multiplicity. Because there's the okay, mean yeah. multiplicity character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like that guy. All right, that's like, fair. Yeah, as yeah, like yeah. a character or whatever. Um, but yeah, he does I have would, like the furrowed brow that can work. Yeah, yeah like yeah. he he's just a great actor. Yeah. He can play fucking anything. Um, I I would I would have made him play the shark in Jaws. <laughs> uh, oh, my favorite question. We got it. We gotta go into the depth. Let's see here. We gotta go find your messages to me because the very last question oh, the is what is in your fridge? Yeah, let's go. So we're gonna jump into here. Oh man, I feel like my internet is lacking, lacking. I think I, I have them on my phone if you wanna you're, look at them. You're like, I have them <laughs> on my phone. I literally took them this morning. I should have saved them. If you need them. All right, we're, yeah, let's just use you yours. You just swipe. Just use yours. Don't swipe too far, though. I was about to say. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, okay. So, right off the bat, Kirkland Hard Seltzer. Okay, so there's a story behind that. I bet there is. Uh, we went to a wedding in Chelan, shit, like a month ago. And uh, we stayed at an Airbnb. And <laughs> that's a good eye. And... Uh, there were some people that came up from Arizona to stay in the Airbnb with us to go to the wedding, and one of the um, one of the wives went and bought like a twenty four fucking pack of this Kirkland Hard Seltzer. And you kept one. And so they they had we they she drank like three of them throughout the weekend because we're in wine country sure. and you drink wine right yeah and beer and uh, she they had a flyback they couldn't take them back uh, to Arizona and so she was like hey whatever's in the fridge after you guys leave we drove there she's like you guys can take home and i see fucking 21 of these you know kirkland hard seltzers and i'm like all right i got a beer fridge out back i'll let's go i'll try them i'll give them a go right and that is the last one i am the last one that's the yeah, last one that you see one. right there and they're not <laughs> bad dude like they are mango. not bad yeah it's mango like i don't you know they're easy to drink on a hot fucking 105 degree day here in spokane Good for a mixer, maybe. Great too. for a mixer. Okay. Uh, and if you have people over, it's a really good uh, introductory beverage. People love that shit. I feel like we caught you in a truth earlier because I feel like these are olives right in the front of your uh, fucking. That's, that's my wife. She okay, loves. She loves olives. olives. Okay. Loves olives. Okay. Yeah. She's like in. Yeah. Uh, little pre-made Rana brand basil pesto. Let me see. 
the basil pesto. Oh, that, I didn't even boom. know that was that. I don't know what you know, that's You're for. like, I don't know who's that. I, I don't know no who's that. I have no idea what we made with that. Someone didn't drink the last of the milk. You got I left a you little, got a half this was a cup after, of milk. Yeah, this is after I poured my bowl of cereal for the morning. Uh, what cereal do we... That should be a question. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, man. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh, I mean, there's so many good cereals out there. There's a lot of good cereals. But today was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I'm a, I'm a Cinnamon Life. Oh, yeah. Dude, Hardcore. Life is the like, shit. I want a Cinnamon Life tattoo. <laughs> I love it. I will be there with you for that. I'm in. Uh, you weren't joking on the cheese game, though. The cheese yeah. drawer is fatty it's fat. dude. We, uh, we, uh, well, so. We got some gorgonzola, some parmesan, some cheddar slices. Uh, no, we, no, it's not gorgonzola. That's blue. That's straight blue. Oh, is blue. it blue? That yeah. looks like gorgonzola to me, straight but. Straight blue, man. I believe you. Uh, we, full disclosure, it was Emily's birthday yesterday, and so we had people over, and so we went to, uh, both Rhine and Wheat and Wonderlust were closed yesterday, and, and that was my mistake. I should have gone earlier. But so we went to uh, Fresh Basket, and they have a pretty good cheese selection there. Great cheese selection. Yeah. Uh, so we Shout out up. to Rhinewee and Wonderlust. Yeah, 100%. Our two cheese shops. A city, a culture that is trying to uh, build character in the food industry needs a good cheese shop, and we have two. What's what's in these uh, Tupperware leftover containers? I think the top one is mac and cheese. Oh, okay. Uh, I think. And it looks the bottom kind of one, mac and cheese-ish. The, ba- the bottom one... A little orangier at the bottom. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Maybe chicken? <laughs> I think, I, it's probably, I think it's probably chicken. Chicken next to the wine. Let's go. Yeah. All right. We got to look at your condiments. I am a condiment aficionado. What, 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 what brand of ketchup do you go for? Hunt's. My, my dude. Like, it's is there another bus, question? Dude. No. no. Yeah, that's all I got. We can just shut the podcast down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you got, you got a nice little mix here. You got some... Ooh, a little Stubbs barbecue. Oh, yeah. A little uh, soy sauce. So you probably don't see it. Wine. But commissary barbecue sauce in there. That's from Memphis. Or Germantown. Oh, yeah. Uh, Germantown, Tennessee, suburb of Memphis. Best barbecue in America. Commissary. Uh, you also might not see it in there, but some uh, St. Augustine uh, hot sauce. My parents came up. From more the olives. Are there more olives <laughs> yeah. in there? Oh, God. Gross. <laughs> Your parents came up. So they came up from St. Augustine. They live in St. Augustine, Florida, and there is such a good hot uh, hot sauce maker down there. Which I know you're you're into hot. You love I hot love sauce. hot sauce. I collect hot sauce. Yeah, uh, and it is the most amazing shit I've ever had in my entire life. Nice. We do chicken and rice bowls often right, right. at home because it's so easy. Put some rice in the fucking in the instant pot and and you could pretend like you're trying to be healthy. Yeah, like, right. I'm a chicken rice yeah. bowl. But I'm I'm you know putting all sorts of like barbecue sauce and shit on it. Uh, and I put that hot sauce on for the first time and totally underestimated the level of spice that it had. I mean, I was sweating the next day. Like, I cracked the porcelain of a toilet the next day. It was hard, hard sweats. Woo. Yeah. I also see in here, just I got a shout out. I feel like I got to do this on one of the episode, other episodes, but I can't remember, but little side hustle syrups. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That's, Dylan that's a mutual friend of yeah. ours, side hustle. Oh, yeah. Dylan and Jessica, do I they, love, they I love him doing. as a human being, but at the same time, the product is fire. Dude, it's so good. Uh, Tillamook butter. Yeah. Tillamook butter's the best butter. 100%. Not the best butter, but the best. That's yeah, super high quality butter. Yeah, high yeah, quality yeah. butter. There is some other good. All right, we're going to the freezer. Oh. Yeah, it's probably going to be hard to tell. Uh, we need a new refrigerator. It sounds like a spaceship spaceship taking off most of the time. 
because it's struggling so hard with the compressor. So I don't know if you can see anything that's going on in there. Where'd the freezer one go? It wasn't next to the other ones. Oh, no shit. You had like a quality freezer pick. Oh, man. Let me see if I can get back into... It did. It, it disappeared. I mean, we won't we won't die if we don't have the freezer pick. Cause that was a that was a pretty good deep dive. But you had some you here had I got some you. you had some action. Here I got you going in here. We'll, we'll, yeah, clo we'll close it out with the freezer picks. So fairly empty, not a lot of frozen right. foods. Yeah, well, we had that party yesterday. We oh, we, yeah, uh, we, did, we got rid of a lot of our meat. Little yeah. Jimmy Dean sausage action. That is for uh, my my dad. <laughs> this is breakfast shit. Steel cat oatmeal. Do we need another drink or anything? I think I'm good. Okay. I'm still a little. Yeah, I've got a. I've got a half range. Still a little heavy. Sure. Thank you. Are these some like frozen safe like egg rolls or something right here up front? Oh no, those are bananas. Oh, but frozen yeah. bananas. Frozen bananas. So okay. you, uh, you, they're really good to make smoothies. Smoothies. Right. With, right. With. Yeah. I'm into it. What's there? Are these dinosaur chicken nuggets down here in the bottom corner? What the fuck are those? You have secretly dinosaur chicken nuggets. Those look like those look like potatoes. Okay, they could I, be. I, I gotta be honest. They I don't could be Orita potatoes. They could be. I don't spend a whole lot of time in the freezer. No, your freezer is pretty blank. Uh, yeah, just a couple little things. Another. It looks like maybe some blackberries for smoothies or something yeah. back there too. Yeah, I love it. All love, kinds love of frozen a, fruits. Love some good smoothie action. My Emily is is. Also, most of the time, like a wake up, you know, an hour or so before you go to work, and she'll she'll throw together a bunch of uh, uh, fruit smoothies. And then pie crust. You guys make pies? Uh, I don't. That's one half of the like. She will. Uh, she'll crush and pies. Yeah. So pie crust, easy. I feel you like keep pies them. are my least favorite dessert. One hundred percent. I absolutely agree. Really? Which is why we still have it in the freezer. We don't go through a whole lot of them. Um, if we, I have an amazing pie, I like call people. I just don't. So I just don't have amazing pie. Like that's like, like not a. To me, pie is not a, necessarily a dessert. It's just something that you can eat throughout the day. Yeah, I want like a pot pie. A pot, yeah, sure. <laughs> if you would have seen it yesterday, uh, we had a, an, a, actually a pretty amazing uh, peach pie from Green Bluff. I don't know where we got it from, but they make uh, one of the farms up there, right? And uh, they make some really, really good fresh fruit pies. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. All right, we're going to close out. What? Give me last thoughts. What are any sort of fun new beers you have on the horizon or anything yeah. outside of Among the Pines we could talk about about Yaya? Well, I think by the time this podcast comes out, Grainmaker will be over. It will, yeah. Uh, but we have a collaboration with Moonraker, which is a phenomenal brewery out of Auburn, California. We have a New England IPA collaboration with them coming out on Friday, this coming Friday. And then we have um, Way Back Home number six. Way Back Home is kind of like our our ode to local farmers. We really focus on the grains with that with this rotating series. This is, quite frankly, obviously the, number, the sixth iteration of this series. Um, Way Back Home number six is coming out. It's a West Coast Pale. We use a uh, pretty underused specialty very unique grain called purple egyptian in this mm -hmm. one uh we sampled it today out of the tank and it is tasting really good beautiful uh 
other than that, man, we just we always like to rotate. Common yeah. spots where people can just find your beer real quick. Like who has you on pretty frequently? Uh, You're City. always on at Market Street. Yeah, Market Street Pizza, uh, Wooden City Heritage, um, Twenty Four Taps right next door to here. Mm-hmm. They um, they go through so much fucking fluffy puffy. It's outrageous. Um, I mean, most places, most places in the city will at least at some have point. You on rotation, care. Yeah, for I mean, sure. at least on rotation. I and mean, there's a lot of work we still have to do to get out and like build those relationships. Um, you know, June and Co. Downtown, the new bar that opened up by God. Gander. I need to get in there. Uh, I, I love them. Yeah, excellent. Durkins. Durkins mm-hmm. always, always, always has Angel IPA on. Nice. Um, uh, Republic Pie, Pie, Flying Goat, like depends on. We don't we don't have many accounts up north, which is I got to get on that. But South Hill, uh, Luna, dude, if you go to Luna, you will always find uh, Fluffy and some other beer that we have. Nice. Uh, so yeah, City of Spokane really shows some love. They do. You, you do. I I definitely see you outside of like No Lie. I probably see you the second most out of like local breweries. Well, I mean, No Lie is yeah, they're they're all over the place. Right. Uh, so that's that's well, I had, love to hear that. They had Fro put No Lie on the map for like four years yeah, and just like he, that guy's he's a gangster. The, he's the fucking man. Yeah. He's gonna be at he's gonna be at Among the Pines. He's, oh, uh, awesome. He and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, the whole team is gonna be there. Yeah, great, absolutely you, great guys. Stress. Yeah. Well, dude, I totally think you come on. I'm a, I'm Thank happy I got me. to do like a beer episode because I've done all the food and I feel like. There's so much that needs to be talked about beer and how much they collide and all these amazing yeah. collaborations. And then it also equals out that you're such a foodie and you love to come do this yeah, just yeah. as much as any of the... If you weren't in the beer world, you'd probably <laughs> still be in the food world somewhere. So At McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just starting your own your own, your own McDonald's. <laughs> and then uh, my boy Brendan over here is from Spokast. You got to always give him a shout out. Yeah. If you guys have any interest of... of doing a podcast and you don't have the time like me or you don't have the know-how like a lot of people do he's your guy talk to him he come we do it extra crazy here because we're like out on site and he brings all his equipment out so we got to give him a little i got to give him a little under the table handy for the extra work out here but it's 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 absolutely amazing he's (laughs) such a good dude and he always just knows the answers for anybody who just doesn't know how to do anything in the podcast world he's been doing it for years and uh knows all the answers for that for sure. and then uh the finalized re-shout out for what i talked about earlier we have this new sponsor we're so excited about about treehouse that's going to be transitioning into this new co-op um you can download the app right now it's all going to be kind of changing in a little bit they say maybe by this fall or winter is when it's going to fully transition but Quit messing with your local Ubers and your local DoorDashes and all your little things like that. Treehouse only focuses on local restaurants. They charge you $5 core cost as long as you're within a five-mile delivery radius. They're not overcharging things. There's no crazy service charges. There's none of these hidden fees that you get with the other things. Not only do they focus on local restaurants, but they are local. They're from Spokane. 100%. So, yeah, it's yeah. local delivery yeah. service. Um, the only reason they are not more popular than your Uber Eats and your DoorDashes is there's just less public use in them because they just don't know about them. So next time you go to order, give them a try. We're going to have some super fun coupon codes for you and stuff like that to get some free first-time deliveries here. We're working on that with them, but uh, 
you know, if, if you're high like Jason trying to get your 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 eighty dollar your your eighty dollar McDonald's uh, delivered out to you, uh, that's definitely an option. So, uh, if you love us, follow us, man. We're, we're gonna start putting these out. We have some amazing guests. Our next two or three guests that I have lined up, I'm so stoked about. We are always gonna bring awesome local restaurant tours, but I'm also trying to slide into some unique, different kind of things as well that are also food centric. How can we do fun things? Like what would it look like? We, we gotta get you back on if we ever do a series oh, of these yeah. where we do a, uh, we have these ideas to do these like, uh, talk with your mouth full late night. Okay. Where it's like, you just have like this microphone that the server's been talking into like at a bar. Yeah. And we're just yeah. talking to like drunk people at a bar and like questioning them, asking them some of these same questions. Yeah. Like, hey, where do you eat? What's your like favorite things? That, so You're going to get have, some like, really interesting answers. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's going to be so fun. So yeah. we have lots of fun ideas. And if you have ideas, always send them in to us. Like us, subscribe us. Um, you know, we're on every single platform and we love to hear from you guys and excited to keep bringing you all the awesome news that's going on in Spokane. So Jason, thank you for coming. You Brandon, thanks us. for all the work, brother. And uh, we're going to have a burger dessert. We yeah, didn't even get yeah. to this burger yet because we're so full. But we're going to have a little burger dessert and maybe another shot and we will see you next week. All right. Peace. I sure am hungry. Even I like room temperature. You shut the fuck up. I know what you wanted. I was there. Leave the gun. Take the canola. My boy says he can eat 50 eggs. He can eat 50 eggs. We always see salt and pepper. Is there a salt substitute? You want me to hold the chicken, huh? I want you to hold it between your knees. You see that sign, sir? Yes, you all have to leave. I'm not taking any more of your smartness and sarcasm.